This is the Ask Dr. Jill podcast, where Dr. Jill Wagner will have conversations and discussions designed to take the mystery out of medicine. Your next appointment toward living a healthier life begins right now. Hello again, everyone. Dr. Jill here. Thanks for taking time today to invest in your own health and healing. I've practiced medicine in the Dallas area for nearly three decades. And if you would like to be a part of my practice, we'd love to have you. Contact information will be provided later in the podcast and also in the show notes. But for now, let's jump right into our content for this episode of Ask Dr. Jill. Today, we are going to talk about foods that help reduce anxiety. You have been watching, just as I have, uh, the information that they've been talking about as we go through this pandemic, that we also have the epidemic of depression and anxiety. And it's a natural thing that whenever we get stressed about something, that we start to react to that stress. And some people react by eating more. Other people react by getting angry. There are some people who react by depression or anxiety, and particularly in our children. Because as adults, we can express ourselves, we can talk to people. A lot of times we can identify what it is that we're feeling. But for our little people, they often don't have the language for being able to express what they feel. So when you are able to identify in yourself what is going on, that you're experiencing anxiety and depression or some of those things, and you're also able to look and see what's going on in your children, having the ability to change what you do to affect that change is a very good thing. So I want to talk to you today about food because food is the one thing we can all control. Right. Uh, You may not be able to control whether the virus goes away or what else is happening on the news or in the world. But what food you bring into your house is the one thing that you can control. So anxiety is a very common problem in our society. It always has been. It has been getting to be more of a problem in recent decades. But again, because we are all universally stressed and stressed in a way that we're not accustomed to, it is really rearing its head right now. Anxiety specifically is characterized by constant worry and nervousness. And there are a lot of people who find themselves unable to sleep and find themselves worrying all the time. And so that can lead to things like insomnia. And for some of us, we eat poorly when we are stressed. Aside from medication, there are other things that you can do. Exercise is one. Meditation is one. And what we're going to talk about today, food is one. So I want to give you some foods that you can add in uh, your plans for your family or for yourself that have been shown to scientifically help to improve anxiety and those symptoms associated with anxiety. The first one is salmon. 
we have heard so much about salmon. You know, there's always a fight about whether or not you should be completely plant-based or whether you should have fish only or should you eat lots of meat or should you. The one constant that we've seen in many of these plans is that salmon is good for us. And why is salmon good and why does salmon help with anxiety? It contains nutrients that promote brain health. And when your brain is healthier, it functions better and you're able to uh, calm down or control some of those symptoms. Specifically, salmon contains vitamin D and omega-3 fatty acids. It also contains DHA. And EPA and and DHA, which are the omega-3 fats, may help to regulate the neurotransmitters, dopamine and serotonin. And we know that both of those neurotransmitters have calming and relaxing properties. I, I like it when you eat something good. You know, we talk about the chemicals, the neurotransmitters that are released in your brain. So let's say meatloaf is your favorite thing. And when you eat meatloaf, you get that mm, response. That is from the chemicals like dopamine and serotonin that are released in your brain. So having salmon in your diet that's high in that EPA and DHA uh, is very good for helping your brain to promote or to produce both dopamine and serotonin. There are also some studies that show that EPA and DHA can help to reduce inflammation. There's that word again, inflammation. We talk about that in just about every podcast. And it prevents the brain cells from dysfunctioning. And if your brain cells are not dysfunctioning, then you are less likely to develop mental disorders. It is the dysfunction of the brain cells that contributes to mental disorders. When you have those healthy fats on board, that helps your brain cells to function better and therefore your mind to work better. Consuming adequate amounts of EPA and DHA may also promote your brain's ability to adapt to change. So when you encounter stressful things like this pandemic or other stressors, you're going through a divorce or just living life, If you have adequate EPA and DHA, your brain is more likely to be able to adapt. And if your brain can adapt, then you are less likely to be anxious. So how much salmon should you consume? The recommendation and the data indicates that you should have a few servings a week. So that can be one or two servings or three servings, and you can consume them in different ways. You can do a salmon salad, for instance, or you can do sautéed salmon or broiled salmon or any of that. In one study, men who ate Atlantic salmon three times a week for five months reported less anxiety than the same uh, people in the study group who ate chicken, pork, or beef. Um, Moreover, they also had improved anxiety-related symptoms. For a lot of people, there are things like insomnia, as I said, but tachycardia, that means that the heart feels like it's beating fast. 
when they had salmon in their diet, they had fewer of those those symptoms. So add some salmon to your life, get good quality salmon, figure out ways to, to cook it and to include it in your diet in several ways. Then the next food, and this is not really a food, uh, well, it is, but it's more of a, a tea is what most people do, or an herb, and that's chamomile. We have known for many, many years that chamomile has a calming effect, and it's an herb that helps to reduce anxiety. I actually recommend chamomile for a lot of my patients, particularly people who have difficulty sleeping, if they'll do some chamomile tea in the evening, it often helps them to relax so that they're able to drift off to sleep. The other thing that I recommend is if you're, say, in a stressful job, if you have chamomile, so let's say you're going in to talk to your boss and that's always stressful for you or you're going in for your annual review, if you'll have a cup of chamomile tea before you go in, it helps your brain to stay calm and it helps you not to feel that anxiety. Chamomile is very high in antioxidants and that also decreases your risk of inflammation and decreases your risk of anxiety. There have been studies to indicate that those who have been uh, diagnosed with generalized anxiety. And let me tell you, generalized anxiety um, means that the people just feel anxious all the time. There are some people that are anxious depending on specific situations, but there are other people that just have generalized anxiety and you call that generalized anxiety disorder. Many of you may know somebody like that. And when I was growing up, they just used to say her nerves are bad or his nerves are bad. Now I have grown to know that that means that they had generalized anxiety disorder. When they consumed chamomile, either in the form of a tea or, or an extract, their symptoms were significantly reduced and they were able to carry on their daily life activities with less anxiety. There was another study that found that those who consumed chamomile extract for eight weeks, they also saw a reduction in depression and anxiety. Now, there are some people who say that anxiety and depression ride together, that they are siblings, that if somebody has anxiety, they usually also have some depression. That's not true for everyone in my experience, but it is true a lot of times. So if you control the anxiety, for a lot of people, you can control the depression. And for others, it's vice versa. If you control the depression, then you can control the anxiety. So the bottom line is that chamomile helps reduce anxiety and the symptoms. You want to have some chamomile in your life and just have some tea. Uh, that mid-afternoon or evening tea, chamomile is a good choice. Then the next thing that reduces anxiety is turmeric, y'all. Turmeric. Turmeric is just good for everything. Get some turmeric in your life. Turmeric is a spice that contains curcumin. We've talked about that before. It has been studied in anxiety as well. And it, again, 
promotes calming of the brain. And when you have a calm brain, you are less likely to be anxious. There are specific animal studies and test tube studies that suggest that when you consume curcumin, or when the animals consume curcumin, it boosts the omega-3 and DHA in their brains, helping their bodies to synthesize those more. Synthesize means make those more. And we know that those two are healthy for the brain. Also, we know that curcumin is a powerful antioxidant and anti-inflammatory, and it helps to prevent brain cell damage. The next food that helps with anxiety, believe it or not, is dark chocolate. Now, there are some of us who are uh, caffeine sensitive. I'm one of those people. If I do caffeine late in the evening or if I do chocolate late in the evening, it's like I've had a cup of coffee Dark chocolate does contain caffeine. So for some people, it's not calming. For some people, it can actually be a little bit stimulatory. But for most people, incorporating some dark chocolate in their diet may help to ease their anxiety. And the reason that dark chocolate helps is because dark chocolate contains something called flavanols. And those flavanols are antioxidants, and those antioxidants help the brain. And again, if the brain is functioning well, then the mind functions better as well, and it helps to calm that anxiety. The flavonoids are thought to improve blood flow to the brain. And therefore, if the blood flow to the brain is better, it adapts better to stressful situations. And if you adapt better to stressful situations, then you feel less anxious. Dark chocolate for some people is bitter. Uh, That's because it's so rich in those flavonoids. But in this study, individuals who consumed 74% dark chocolate twice a day for two weeks, improved their stress hormones. So they measured their stress hormones like cortisol, and they actually lowered those levels in those people who were consuming dark chocolate twice a day. So so you could have chocolate twice a day. Okay, it cannot be a whole chocolate bar. It needs to be an ounce or two ounces of chocolate. So it's just a little bit of chocolate. And there's a very special way that you should consume your dark chocolate. You should put it in your mouth and allow it to dissolve. Because when you chew it, your brain does not register the flavonoids or the taste of it. So it is less effective when you chew it. But if you allow it to melt in your mouth, then you absorb it through your palate in a way that it affects your brain. I think that's real important because if you're just throwing it in your mouth, chomping down, you're not going to get the effect. Eating dark chocolate has also been shown to increase serotonin. And we know that when you have more serotonin, that that helps to reduce anxiety and depression because a lot of the antidepressants 
work on your serotonin levels, either by increasing the release of serotonin or blocking the reuptake of serotonin. So we know that serotonin is important for depression and anxiety. So remember, you've got to be real careful with dark chocolate, though, because it's high in calories, so you want to consume it in moderation. The next food that helps to calm that anxiety is actually yogurt. Now, yogurt that is not pre-sweetened, I want to tell you at this point, because yogurt is really good, it's one of those foods that helps to increase your healthy uh, microbiome in your gut, but most of us buy the yogurt that already has the fruit and syrup and sugar and all of those things that kind of counteracts the good parts of yogurt. So if you're going to buy your yogurt, you want to buy a yogurt that not has not been sweetened and does not have uh, the sugar and all of that added to it. If you want to sweeten it, you sweeten it yourself with, um, you know, maybe stevia or something like that, or a little bit of maple syrup and add your, or honey a little bit and add your own fruit to it um, so that you won't get all of those extra syrups and those kinds of things. But probiotics, uh, which yogurt is, is very good for your gut. And a healthy gut is critical for calming the brain. There's this thing called a gut-brain connection. And it's relatively new in terms of science understanding that your gut communicates directly to your brain. In fact, most of the serotonin that's made in your body is made in your gut and many of the receptors for your serotonin is made in your gut. So if your gut is not healthy, your brain will not be healthy. And there are a lot of people who have anxiety and depression and it is because that gut is unhealthy. So including yogurt in your diet really does help your brain to be calm and those neurotransmitters to be what they need to be. The next thing that you need to include in your diet in order to stay calm is green tea. Green tea, I am learning, is just a treasure trove of goodness. So you really want to have some green tea. Green tea not only contains EGCG, which is the chemical in tea that is its antioxidant, but it also contains something called L-theanine. And we know that L-theanine is very calming to the brain. Why? What does L-theanine do? L-theanine stops your brain from ruminating. And let me tell you what that means. That means when you close your eyes and you're trying to calm down to go to sleep or relax, those thoughts just keep coming and they keep running through your mind. Well, if you have L-theanine on board, it calms the brain so your brain stops going around in circles. Green tea has L-theanine in it and it also has the EGCG, which is very good for calming the brain as well. And they think that this particular antioxidant increases your GABA, G-A-B-A in the brain. So let me tell you, GABA is one of the calming uh, neurotransmitters. So if you have green tea in your diet, it helps to calm that brain. It helps to increase the calming 
neurotransmitters so that your brain will relax. And then on a side, the green tea is also important for helping zinc to get into your cells. And so if zinc gets into your cells, that helps helps the immune system. So that's just another thing that, that green tea helps with. So those are the basic foods. There are some other foods that I think are also important to mention. So they are worthy of a mention. And one, turkey, bananas, and oats. Well, so I won't say one. I'll say let's group them. Turkey, banana, and oats. All of these are good sources of the amino acid tryptophan. And tryptophan is actually converted to serotonin. And so that helps you to relax and that helps to relieve anxiety. If you are a person who consumes animal products, eggs, meat, and dairy products can provide the proteins that are necessary for your body to get key amino acids, essential amino acids, so that you can make the neurotransmitters that are necessary to keep your brain healthy. I I just want to interject right here. In recent years, they have looked at diet and things like attention deficit disorder in little children. And what they have found is if your body doesn't have the proper amino acids and the proper, you know, vitamins and minerals, your brain cannot make proper neurotransmitters. Why is that important in something like attention deficit disorder? Because you cannot calm the brain if you cannot make those neurotransmitters. So if you have a young person in your life who is having difficulty with attention and focus and staying still, change their diets. In fact, they are now recommending that people who see children, either psychiatrists or psychologists, that the first treatment that they offer to parents for calming their children's brain is to change their diet to a whole food diet. So they stop eating all of the chemicals and franken foods that have no nutrients in them. And so that they will at least give the children the nutrients necessary for their brains to make the neurotransmitters they need before they try medicine. That is powerful. So if you have a little person in your life who is not able to calm down and you are thinking, we're going to have to start them on medicine, at least talk to the healthcare provider that you're working with to see if you can get some recommendations for dietary changes. But all of these things that I'm telling you about are good dietary changes for those little people. I think that's worth mentioning. Write that down. As my grandmother would say, put that under your hat. You might need it. Chia seeds. Chia seeds are also good for the brain. Chia seeds are another good source of omega-3 fatty acids. And so if you have anxiety, add those chia seeds. You can throw them on everything. You can throw them on salads. I actually like to drink chia seeds. So let me tell you what I'll do. I'll get like um, some kind of juice that I like or you know, some drink that I like. I often will take juice from fruit and mix it all together and just 
put, you know, a couple of tablespoons of chia seeds in there. It is a great energizing drink because those chia seeds have energy in them and they also help your brain. So add those chia seeds, citrus fruits and bell pepper. We talked about in our vitamin C podcast that they're rich in vitamin C which has antioxidant properties, helps to reduce inflammation. If you reduce inflammation in the brain cells, they work better. Citrus fruits and bell peppers. These fruits are rich in vitamin C. We talked about that in our vitamin C podcast. And we talked about that vitamin C is an antioxidant. It helps to reduce inflammation If we reduce inflammation, that reduces the damage in all cells, including brain cells, and those brain cells that are functioning better will help your mind to function better as well. Almonds are a good and significant source of vitamin E, and vitamin E has been studied for its role in anxiety prevention. So having a good thing to do in the afternoon, um, if you've had a very stressful day, is to say eat a handful of almonds or mix you some, uh, some almonds and berries together and have a cup of green tea and see or chamomile tea and see if that doesn't calm you down. And then blueberries. Blueberries are also high in vitamin C and other antioxidants and flavonoids. And they help improve the brain health by making that brain calm down so that you will have less anxiety. There you have it. If you add some of those things to your diet, Add those things to the diet of a young person that you love. It will help you get through this crisis and you can have fun with them. What better way than changing your food to help yourself to be well, both physically and mentally? So as always, thank you for joining me for this Ask Dr. Jill podcast to stay connected. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Visit us at AskDrJill.net. I hope this episode has brought you one step closer to living a healthier life. If you are looking to become a patient in my practice, please visit us on the website and click on the Become a Patient link, or you can call 972 298 2099. That's 972-298-2099 to become a patient. Or you can also find that information and other great information listed in our show notes. So until next time, blessings to you and to those you love. I'll chat with you at our next Ask Dr. Jill podcast appointment. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for care by a doctor or other qualified health professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help on your journey to wellness, seek assistance from a qualified medical professional. 
it is important that you have someone in your corner that is qualified, trained, licensed health practitioner, helping you make the health changes you desire as you venture toward the healthiest you possible.